With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now serving at 27 at DMV window number 16. Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remember the birth certificate? Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be Real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson, Ricky, at Fort Bragg, then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Pardon me, are you talking to yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I am. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. Ese último McNuggets me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. The day trippers making uh, day trippers fun again in the house tonight is the artist formerly known as Phil Casey. How are you doing, Phil? Just watching Shane Lowry here doing his best. He's doing around. He's doing around. He's in the, the, the board's at the moment. He's in the, he's in the blue head. light uh, yeah, in the blue this light. evening. He's on his way to Tullamore right now. Yeah, he's having the crack. He took a end of the Pope mobile. Yeah, and he's got the claret jug full of as much alcohol as possible, imagine, yeah. and he's making people drink over it like it's a club eighteenth tourty holiday. I beat it. Has the lads pouring back? Ah, ah, ah! They go say now the order of the royal and ancient are fucking going. What's going on with that trophy? There'll be more dense in it than the will now in the, in the, the Premier home. League trophy. Yeah. yeah. And we got Shawnee Lawson in tonight. How's it going, Shawnee? Right, what's happening, Pat? Are you good? Yeah, I oh, am. Yeah. Good, good. We got Gar. How you doing, Gar? All right, mate. Yeah, good. And behind the decks, we've got James. You okay? Yeah, all good. You are um, allowed to talk, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grand. Right, so we're going to cover off a few things tonight. We're going to cover off, obviously, the tour, a um, couple of games in the US uh, thus far. One to go? One to go? Yeah, I yeah. think there's uh, Lisbon and New York, Scott isn't Lisbon, it? Lisbon, when we yeah. Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> well, happen. are we going to announce that, or we're going to announce Nike? I'm not sure which one. Um, Order clock contract. <laughs> that's already done. That's already done. We uh, told us that about six weeks ago. Um, so we're going to we're going to discuss the um, we're going to discuss the two games that we've just had over the past week. Um, we're going to have a bit of a discussion about the pros and cons of these things, the tour to America. Um, we're going to ha- try and have a a kind of a sift through some of the positives and negatives from a player's point of view. Um, and then we're just going to try and spin on and have a look. You know, we, it is getting ever closer. We're, what, two and a bit weeks away from the Premier League kickoff yeah. now, yeah? So it is fast approaching. So, look, Shawnee, we'll start with you. I, and I'm at full disclosure here, I've seen very little of the two games, given the times and whatnot. I've seen about 20 minutes um, from about 25 on to half-time yeah. yesterday. Seems 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 to be some decent stuff being played. Obviously, got the likes of Van Dyke back into the mix. Got Robertson, Trent, um, Origi starting, scoring. So, how have you how have you found the last sort of couple of games from a from a? Did you put anything in it? Yeah, it's preseason's goal. Like, I haven't really enjoyed it. Like, obviously, mm. I thought like after winning the Champions League. All the content coming out of the players arriving in America, going around like you seen number years gone by. You seen the meeting Daniel Craig and all, and 
but just the time and now I found it kind of hard to to get up like and and watch the games like the the Dortmund game I think it kicked off at one o'clock yeah it was crap um and the pitch was shit like there was no rhythm to the game. Uh, look, it's pre-season. Mm-hmm. That it's it's they're just televised training yeah. setups. That's all it is. Like, so I wouldn't read too much into it. The players look like they've loads in their legs. You know what I mean? They, like yesterday, I I heard before kick off in the Sevilla game that um they'd done training sessions in the morning. Okay. Like the seared and heat. It was the hottest day in Boston for the last degrees, for the last thirty years. Yeah. So it's kind of things that you can't pick up through the television that the conditions were mad. Mm. And then you go now and you're playing against a gang of butchers. Who were well used to playing in 105 degrees. Yeah, but night. like the Dortmund game, yeah, it was cordial. Like the ball was getting dinked around one touch mm. football. And then as soon as I think we won a free kick and after five minutes in this game and fucking Sevilla players are surrounding the referee. Mm. One of them gets booked for descent mm. in the middle of a preseason friendly. Five minutes in, in. yeah, and you're kind of like, what the hell is going on here? And they were going over the ball time after time. Benega leaves an elbow on Wilson, and then like I would, it'd be unfair to defenders or defensive players to even call that a tackle. Yeah, he just boots him. Yeah, he just volleys him across the pitch. Like it's, it's mad. (laughs) I I was watching it going, like, is it? Is it the fact that it's twenty to one in the morning, or did I just see that? Like, am I am I asleep here? Or something? what is going on? And then, and then the, the fullback is in Larucci's face when he's on the ground. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And their players are scoring and they're running to the crowd, taking their jerseys off. I'm like, is this fucking preseason or what? Mental. But have we got a target on our back but now? Potentially. Quite, I hope not. Because look, obviously, what like Liverpool are always the team everyone wants to be. How many times over the years have you seen keepers coming to Anfield and having the game of their lives or whatever? But like, if if this is the marker going forward, then I would be worried because it doesn't matter how big your squad is. Like, we're gonna need protection. The ref completely lost control of the game yesterday, and then you had uh, how many was there yesterday? Well, in the ground, crowd yeah. There was about forty thousand, wasn't it? Twenty-seven thousand. After that, hap- like after the coin of game, you I could, was 16, you could kind of tell like, seats. everyone was on edge. Like even Klopp was going over to Lopetegui before half time, saying like, "What the fuck's going on here? Like this is a hatchet job." Like yeah, you just I could see like the bit that I watched that sort of twenty. And I felt that it wasn't a preseason game anymore. And then like, the the fans who probably only see Liverpool once a decade are sitting there going, "What the fuck is this? Like this isn't." I didn't know. I didn't notice it was about thirty-five minutes in. Klopp was looking pretty disgusted. Yeah. On, and he had the fourth official next to him, and he was kind of having a pretty heated yeah. conversation. Um, it, it obviously at that stage was already starting to boil over the top from a pre-season. Yeah, and then Benega right on the mark at halftime, like yeah. bursts Harry Wilson yeah. down. I'm coming off here. There's no like. This game isn't under FIFA or UEFA for jurisdiction. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Remember when Benega ran over himself because he was locked at the petrol station <laughs> with his Lamborghini? Don't you know? It's good. He broke his leg. He broke his leg. <laughs> he broke his leg filling his petrol. Locked at the like, petrol station. Have, like, it, and bang the, like we can laugh, we can laugh at it, it because it was a bit mad. Like, but <laughs> Larucci's been flying. Like, and yeah. what and what other words has been? Look, I'm pointing it lightly. It's pre-season, but it's pre-season's gone. It's been pretty shy. Yeah, but Larucci did look like a standout. It looked like uh, an area where we need backup. He was actually staking a claim. He looked really like he was involved, getting forward, looked good defensively. Up against Sancho the other day, looked like he was doing a job. And there was a real opportunity for him to go in there and like just for someone to kind of just fucking take that away from him, like for for what. I know. You know what I mean? And I mean, then the half-assed apology, like uh, it's disgusting. I mean, it is. I, I felt bad. I got up this morning. I, I, I had a mate who was at the game, and he texted me about a hot tackle, and my heart just sank. And I thought, oh my god, I hope it's not someone important. And I felt bad actually mm. when I mm. seen who it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like from the point of view that we've actually dodged the bullet there, that he's not a player, but doesn't doesn't take away the fact no, that no. It's, it's it's completely. But wrong. That, that could have been anyone, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Could have been yeah. Could have been Fabinho. Yeah, could have been. It, although like every member of the squad is as important, but look, yeah, Larucci yeah. wouldn't play as many minutes no. as say at Robertson or something. So in that, and that, no. and apparently he's not too bad. So like we can we can yeah. move on. But to be honest, like even and then going into the football aspect, I don't understand us going to America and there's the MLS now, like the grounds that they have there. 
like the city, the access and city's facilities. Yeah, the training grounds are being grand. Like the pitch for Dortmund was absolutely shocking. Klopp is mad into his rhythm, yeah. like getting his players' rhythm and fitness. Like those two games there would have done nothing for players' rhythm and fitness, yeah, if you yeah, ask yeah, me. Yeah. Because number one, the heat yeah. and the playing conditions, and then just the surfaces. And not only that, it's dangerous as well. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah like so, the only yeah. like you said, pros and cons. The only pro, pros would be. It's probably the commercial value yeah, of the tour. Course, yeah, and, and, and expanding that fan base. Phil, from a from a point of view of being concerned, from a, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you about the preseason? As in, just in general, as to as to kind of an indicator and a barometer as to what's to come when we when we when we oh, don't field against knowledge. Is there any importance, any value to it? It's very hard to say, Ray. Like. You look at it and it doesn't seem to be going as well as the other pre-seasons on the top, right? I agree. But then you look at it and you realise that we don't have any of the front three and we don't have a goalkeeper, right? Yeah. And arguably we don't have any of our midfielders fit either at this stage because yeah. was that their first minutes they had in those two games as well? Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to gauge where we are. I suppose when they go to that training camp in France in Evian after the US tour we get a clear idea because we're heading into the Charity Shield and we have to look at the Charity Shield, Charity Shield as being the final friendly before the season starts yeah, so and that's obviously they're building up towards but like the worry for me is that uh, we're already talking about Klopp was out already saying that Man may be ready for the first game of the season against Norwich the the load that those players and that particularly for me you know Salah and Mane are carrying at this stage through the summer Mm -hmm. and into the new season that's where the biggest worry is Mm -hmm. for me and I'm not getting into the debate of should we sign not should we sign I'm looking at the the really positive things I see I think Brewster is a genuine talent right I looked at Origi yesterday and he was the one, again, he had that star quality out of all the players that are around him. You know, his touch looks to have come on. He seems to be just brimming in confidence at the moment. And he's a confidence player, isn't he? Yeah, and he's, he's gone back to that being clinical in front of the goal when he gets sniffs half a chance now. Like The finish he does off the corner last night is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a half chance he turns bang and it's just yeah. instinctive. And his finish at Tramway was yeah. unbelievable. I, don't, well, I couldn't yeah. understand, as I said, I, I tweeted last night, your man Sergio Rico only can, can only save one shot out of two. He's essentially the Spanish Mignolet, right? <laughs> and we refuse to take shots on him, mm. right? Because Mignolet had one save out of two yes, last night, by the way, just in case we missed that one as well, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's keeping his 50% ratio intact, right? But yeah, I was saying, like, to me, that was the, the thing. I, I like the, I've liked the look of Harry Wilson. He seems to be splitting opinion at this stage. I think, there's the, I think the worry is that we've all been there before where manager said, I don't need to sign anyone because all these players are going to be like new players for me and we've got these young kids coming through. But there seems to be some genuine talent emerging from the group of kids that we have below them that even yeah. if they aren't good enough to be there in 20 years time or in 10 years time they will add to the squad because the issue I have at the moment is already Lalan is out with an injury mm-hmm. right and that's not even a job I thought that was a wind up I, thought, I honestly when I saw that last night I heard that he was missing the game I thought that was a wind up and then I found out that he was out with an injury and it was just like you know it just puts the like again he can't be relied on and my biggest fear that's the second game as well he's missed yeah, he's yeah. I mean I thought James's comment last week's podcast was the funniest I've heard in a while and that he said he'd probably get injured on the plane going over no I that's that's what we're dealing with here but Ray that's, I, I tweeted the exact same there's absolutely no point in people getting losing their shit about Klopp saying that he's going to play in a deep line midfield role or whatever he's not because, because, because he's not going to be fit enough for long enough to play any real substantial role in this in this squad. Now, yeah. the, whether they're keeping them because they feel that there's no real value in selling them, and they're better to have mm. a good player around the squad than to sell them and, and need another player. Out of storage last season. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So if he's there and he, they need him, he's there to do a job. If he's not, and he's probably playing him in a couple of different positions to say, if I need somebody to fill in, a bit like the way he was prepared to drop storage a little bit deeper as well last year and change things around. Yeah. Then he has he's already versed Lalan and the flexibility he needs to play in the various systems that he's planning to employ. After that, centre defence, Gomez looks good, um, Lovren looks average, and I will say Van Dijk has looked very dodgy in the friendly so far. If, you want to, if, like, if you're going to treat players for, what the, for, for, for the games they're playing in, he hasn't looked anywhere near his standards. But I'm putting that down again. I'm putting, like it's, but this, this, this is it. They're all laid back. They're all laid back. Joe Gomez looks really composed. Matip looks really well. And you know, you're looking at the two, two full-backs 
they're only starting to go up. Hoover looks very good. Hoover looks very good. And LaRouche looks very good at left back. Even though he's converted to left winger, he looks to have all the talents that we look for in, or that Klopp looks for in a full back that he's very capable in attacking. He mightn't have done much in the final tour, but he's 17. Yeah. You know, he's all, yeah. he's got all that to learn ahead of him. Adam Lewis, nah, never gonna make it. I honestly I don't think I don't get the hype around Bobby Duncan. He looks like another Adam Morgan for me, right? The uh, Ryan Kent is one of the most average players I've seen playing the short. Like he's Very he's just another strange. Pacheco or, or something like that. that. Yeah, he has yeah. he has little flashes and then nothing he really happens out of it. Yeah, I think I yeah. think the championship best player though, like yeah. you can tell straight away, yeah. like yeah. Phil was saying Bruce, that does look like a ready-made star. Plays with his head up. It's one touch, two touch. Sharpness and tall, and in touch. Speed of thought, you can tell. Kent just puts his head down and runs. Yeah. He doesn't get his head up and play. Yeah. And that's why I like, like, that's why I like everyone, is, like, feel the same people that split on Wilson. I like Wilson, because you see his attempt straight away. Like, he gets the ball last night, and he cuts inside the, the fullback, and he's trying to whip oh, it into the top away. corner. Yeah. And he knows, like, he, yeah, the commentator made a point in saying, he done that time after time. For Derby last year, I think he got something like he won goal of the month for Derby. Nine now, fucking uh, same goal. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> same goal five times. So like, I I can see the value in keeping Wilson Not around, but there's some of them that like Ken for me. Yeah, like Curtis Jones, I don't see it with him either. So I don't, I just, I just don't, I don't. That Cord- Phillips is an interesting one. But he was brilliant last year, and then just he didn't even get a look in. He wasn't even on the bench. He was him out now. I think Masterson was on the bench ahead of him, yeah, and yeah, he was yeah, needed. Yeah, so yeah, just let him and go. He's <laughs> twenty-two as well. But he's released. Yeah, but yeah. twenty-two or something. Right. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut across you all there because I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring Gar in, yeah. Because look, this is all obviously in preparation for for for, for Norwich. Southampton, Arsenal, first three league games. That to me is, you know, we, we, we've got to take maximum points really from those first three games. Seven might be okay, an okay kind of start. But Phil said it straight away when he sort of started summarising his thoughts on this. The big concern for me, it's not really about the pre-season as such. It's about the fact that we've got the three lads who, they're the most three important at the end of the day, Van Dyke and Alisson to one side. But, None of them are none of them are figured at this stage. They're, they're back late. It's almost to me like we're going to try and get away with Norwich first game because of mm. the, the caliber of opposition, which worries me a little bit. But where do you? At what point do you see us being at, at proper full strength? Is it potentially only at that Arsenal game? The Arsenal game, game yeah. of the season. I think the big worry is we saw when Firmino came back from the World Cup. How he t- it took him months and we were all given out and obviously his position got adapted a bit as well yeah. to play for himself but it actually took him months to get any sort of form together rhythm, because yeah. obviously Brazil, he, he'd been away for that long Yeah, obviously Van Dijk coming in looks a bit but he's been at, as I said he's been at that UEFA nation shite so that hasn't helped either yeah. you know and then you've got you know Mane to come back who's going to be absolute I know cabbage and mentally it's obviously going to have been crushing to lose that be, yeah it's going to be well, cabbage straight away yeah, yeah. Salah Seems to be enjoying himself in the shower, so he, he might be alright having the yeah, cold showers. Yeah, he is, isn't he? He's just ultra, ultra fit, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got the midfield only settling in back, settling last night. Keeper, I'm not too worried about Alison. Yeah. No, I think with a keeper, you've got that class. You're gonna, you're gonna maintain it. Hold your thoughts on the keeper. Yeah, just hold your thoughts on the keeper. We'll, we'll discuss that in a minute. Uh, it was for, for me, and I was, hasn't had a rest now in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when I say years, I mean like seasons. And he was known for his durability. Yeah. And even Klopp came out saying stuff like, "Look, if he has a three-week injury, he's normally good the next week. He just recovers mm. just a power of recovery." But that didn't actually apply towards the end of last season because I think people like actually forgetting that he was kind of broke down. He was, yeah, the end. He yeah, started yeah, to yeah. break down. He was missing league games. He missed the game against um, Barca. Yeah. yeah. He missed the semi-final against Barca and then he wasn't really fit for the final. So like that would be an issue. That's an issue. Especially if we don't sign a credible yeah. fourth person. Yeah, look, and I think... That, that, that front three, this, yeah. I'm kind of central in the idea of... I understand people are losing that shit on Twitter. Twitter's full of lunatics. And then there's other people who are like, I oh, trust Klopp and trust... Look, you can trust Klopp all you want, but look... We need someone there. It's not even we could deal with someone. We we deal. We need and we need another quality attacker because the drop off from like we've three world class forwards. Yeah. Each one of them in the top top five in that position, I'd say. 
you could argue with Firmino, but Salah and Mane, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. The drop off, Origi is very is a good player. So he's right a confidence player. Brewster, Origi and Brewster are our the backup. Five. They're yeah. backups yeah. to the best front three in the world, arguably. Yeah. And, like, and, and Wilson being possibly yeah. the sixth. The, the, the drop off is the drop off. Yeah, Shakiri. Shakiri is, is looks to be injury prone as well. Yeah. It looks like he's been carrying a knock since last Christmas. I only mm. got fit just before the Champions yeah. League final, and he's been, he's had to pick up a calf injury when he was away with Switzerland. Mm. And it looks like he's going to be out until the middle of August. Mm. And what about Kayla? Yeah. What about? Well, we haven't. Yeah. No one's mentioned. No, he's joined him next year. <laughs> <laughs> He's out on loan. But that's Crystal like, Palace. That's a good... <laughs> yeah, but like you're looking at... We're going on... The, it, it, this is a strong squad. If we if we are as lucky as we were last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And I know part of last season, we had to play Fabinho, centre-half, and things like that. Like, this is a strong squad if we're relying on players like Oxlade-Chamberlain, Keita, mm. Lallana... Mm. Uh, who else? Ma- Matip, who was actually fine last year. Lovren. In fairness, Lovren, right Gomez. These are all players who are injury prone mm. since they've been at Liverpool. Yeah. And like, I don't think it's un- it's unfair on Chamberlain because he had uh, he had a really bad knee injury. He was in isolation. Gomez has been terribly unlucky yeah. with injuries. But what's not to say he's not going to be another one of these players who's picking up knocks? Like if Lovren, Lovren gets a cold, he's out for six weeks. Jean, this, I, I, I debate Dude, that's a worry for me. Like what? What worry? What? What point? Like he's stacking a load of his chips on the durability of these players that haven't been durable in no, the past. No, you said unlucky, right? So people are unlucky with injuries, but people are also very unlucky that they're unlucky that they're always getting injuries. So Oxlade Chamberlain. You were saying that it was unlucky to get the injury he has. Yeah, he was whole, he was injured yeah, at, at Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. He's also been unlucky with the injuries that he's yeah. taken up. And like some players are just some players are, are cowards, like Downing, who has more appearances than Dave Ocarigi in Liverpool short. Um <laughs> he said I couldn't. <laughs> but some players are just just unfortunate, right? And that's just the way it goes through the career. Like you look at there's the look at Sturridge, right? He could have been one of the best strikers in the world. But he did pick up those knocks, and those knocks ultimately impacted his game. Yeah, but then you look at the shit that's at the coming out and stories since he's left that. Yeah, game. No, 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 look, so I, 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 I want to play games. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah. I, I know, Sean, What's but the story I think, what, I think what, what, what the story was about, with him the whole time. But if we're talking about storage 14, 15, when he's the mainstay of the team, Suarez is gone, and he knows that he's the fulcrum of that, of what the attack is going to be, and he can't get himself fit. You know what I mean? Mm. You look at Lalana, and I think Lalana is, is a good footballer. Don't think he's a great footballer. I think he's a very good footballer and he has a function. But like, as I said, he's not going to be fit enough for long enough for anyone in yeah. terms of. And let's sport. not forget Henderson. Henderson is known to miss a lot of games. Yeah. He, he had that heel problem, you know. So like, it's just. Yeah, I'm a flip. We could, in, if we're if we're desperately and desperately unlucky, we could be in for a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Or if I look, if we're as lucky as we were last year, we should be grand. But you must be very naive to think that. With the going to fucking Doha, Qatar, whatever the World Club World Cup is, all of these fixtures are going to stack up over Christmas. If you go any deeper in the cup competitions, like you're looking at playing max minimum sixty games next year. We just talked about the three games in the league, and they've still got to go. They've got to play the Charity Shield, but they've also got to Super go and play the Super Cup as well. Yeah, in August September, I think it's six games in twenty eight days. Yeah. Go on, go on. See that, uh, the two guys have touched on Alana quite a bit, and it's quite interesting. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go look on. at stats or anything because yeah. I'm not that sort of person. But at the same time, he was the one who did all the hard yards yeah. for for the year that Klopp had come in. Right, and he, he got a good run of games together. And sorry, apologies. He was the one that you know when the stats were coming out, the mileage was huge that he was running, and he was the one pressing from centre midfield, and he was doing everything. And then suddenly the year after, Klopp changed, and and he started breaking down with injuries. Mm-hmm. And we've seen with Dortmund players who have played in that position have constantly broken down because of what's being asked of them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, no, you you might you may need a certain sort of physique to to mm-hmm. play that position. You may need, obviously need to be six foot, and you know. Fabinho, that sort of player, obviously he's a different player, but Lalana has always been quite slight, tricky, but he hasn't been that person that you want to go pressing all the time. And maybe if you look back to it, was that year the worst, year? The worst, worst thing that could have happened to him mm. from, from a pressing point of view, from a mileage point of view, that 
straight after he started breaking down and he was playing two games here, coming back for games, and, and now, look, he's, he's a mess now. That was his year. That was, yeah, he was that a mess was, now. That was kind yeah. of his year where you kind of, you got everything you could out of him, and now it's just not possible. I mean, but he still persists with him. This is the cre- This is the thing that is driving the fan base crazy, isn't it? As in... But he doesn't he do that, Rainey, he doesn't play that centre midfielder who goes and, and, and goes beyond the forwards anymore. Because he changed the way he plays, and we need to change yeah. the way we play, obviously, because we were leaking goals in abundance. He doesn't play that midfielder who runs past and Mizzy starts this whole press now. That's gone. But he still seems to want to have him in yeah, and around. For whatever reason, like, whether it be contractual, whether it be he just thinks back to that season where he was great and he thinks he can come back to that. It's hard, it's hard one to put your finger on. I mean, it's hard to, like one of his lieutenants, isn't he? Yeah. Hard to yeah. One of them yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make, make a blind bit. If he wants to keep him around because he likes to have him around and he, he's a player that the squad like around, fine. Mm-hmm. Some would say he's taking up wages and he's taking up space. And he's not if he's sitting on a fucking treatment table. Yeah. He's not taking yeah. up any space. The only yeah. space he's taking up is the queue outside to get in and see the doctor. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. for me, I don't. It's, it's, there's no reasons there at this moment in time that the club can, are, 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 can't or don't have the money to sign players because Adam Lallana is in the squad. Like that, yeah. like ultimately, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what people are trying to yeah. manoeuvre around the, the, the narrative of the fist. That, it's bullshit. So, um, Phil, whilst you're talking, yeah, goalkeepers, yeah. Andy Lonergan. Yeah. Hero of the hour. Yeah. Now, when I, when I flicked Super that game saves. on last night and yeah. I've seen him making a save, I, I, I assumed it was Alisson for some reason because I knew it wasn't mix. Mm-hmm. And I could not understand. I had to get quickly onto the team sheet to see who it was. Who it was. And then I had to go onto Google, and then I didn't know what the hell was going on. What's your thoughts on it as a bringing in a 35-year-old? Liverpool, this is Liverpool. Not of uh, Europe bringing in a 35-year-old on a trial. Right. Madness. I had I had a very sardonic view on this earlier on when it came to some of the tweets that were being put out there that he deserves this because of all the hardship he's had in his life. I don't know how that works out. I think basically they had a need. When, when did we become a charity? No, it doesn't, doesn't, work, just doesn't because, that way at all. Supposedly it's because we can tell him that he never walk alone again or something. So that's literally what that's about. So. I don't know. It's, it's a new thing that we're going to do now. But from an, a realistic point of view, look, they had a need. They had a guy who was, who was Akterberg actually came out in the newspaper said they needed a player to come in and push the goalkeeping crew because they only one senior goalkeeper in Mignolet. They lost Grabber, he's gone out on loan. They lost okay. Kelleher because he picked up an injury. Okay. They lost Yaroslic, the other goalkeeper that was meant to be coming with an injury before they went mm-hmm. out. So they brought your man Dan Atherton, who I feel sorry for. That's the fella they sent on as a centre forward against, uh, against, was it Bourne? No, yeah, Tramia. Tramia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, that, like for me, I can f- see what they're going to do. There's a fellow that's available. He's gone over, happy to go over on a short-term contract, like a few weeks, literally for the tour. Go over, he'll get himself fit, train with a really elite sort of crew that's there and, and a high-end, because Alisson is due to join up. Yeah, to, to, that's there and all that type of stuff. And both of them, it works for both parties. He's probably known to Akterberg in terms of what it is, and that's why he was happy to say, look, do you want to come over and fill a gap for us? Gets in last night. And to be fair to him, didn't do anything wrong. No. He performed as well as Bogdan ever did. He's performed as well as um, yeah. any of those lads ever did. But that's not a telltale to not be looking too much into these things. Yeah. You, um, yeah. When will you yeah. find one? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They're basically the pulling this fella out of his couch. I know. To come and the tour. Van Dyke looking ring. Yeah, like, he got exactly. So like, <laughs> it, 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 if there was a choice to him, him and Mignolet to cover for Allison yeah. in the Champions League final, I ain't going with Lonergan. Yeah. Although what did piss me off was I was there going, yeah, I remember when he played for Ipswich and I was thinking back to all the games I've seen him play for Ipswich. Then I remember, then I actually looked up and I found out that he never played Ipswich. Never. Zero plays Ipswich. Never signed for him. Then I did find out that his formative years were under David Moyes. Okay, yeah. So the saves that he made last night were as a result of David Moyes. So David Moyes is helping us all the way to the top again. I mean, look, he's got he's got something for the mantelpiece, no doubt. He's probably got a decent photo there now of him making a world class save in three war car saves. His save his saves to shot ratios are going to be three times higher than Minulay's the first time at Liverpool. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> no, it's not possible. Allison's actually a hundred and five percent because he's saving shots that haven't even been taken. There's a new stat. <laughs> X shot not taken. <laughs> Small X SNT. So when are you actually expecting to see Alison back? Because he's not go he's not going out to the France style. The, him, Firmino and Salah are back. France and Evian 
Yeah, yeah, they're That's all about the same time. Happen, is it? Leon, yeah. Look, to be honest, I don't really give a rat's about Lisbon or Leon or Napoli. Or, and look, even now I'm thinking, like, is that Napoli? Yeah, is that Napoli a game and in, in Murrayfield a good idea? Who's knocked them out of what? being Champions League last yeah. year? Look, is that a good idea? Who's Napoli playing? Are playing in Mur- what? They're playing them in Murrayfield. They're playing them in Edinburgh. Yeah, it could oh, it's it's rugby, rugby, especially yeah. after they're that still is. pissy after that Van Dijk tackle as well. Don't you like, you're not a, like, I don't, I don't, Van Dijk in that game. I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I know Tony. It's supposed to be a friendly, but if they show up in any way, shape or form, the way Se- Sevilla did, I'd just be taking them off the pitch after sixty minutes. Yeah. Six minutes. Again, it's the, it's the lack of... That'd be great, wouldn't it? It's the lack of repercussions oh, in the, these games. The it? the fact that... The, you, you touched on it before. It's the fact that the referee goes out there with a pre-season friendly mentality yeah. and the players take complete advantage of that yeah. situation like, like like we seen last night, you know? I mean, you can't, in some ways you can't blame the referee, but surely if he went out with that mentality, you've got to have the cop on to realise that actually, no... This, this, I, I, I've, I've, I've actually got to start uh, refereeing. It, it might not happen. It might not happen with a European ref. You know what I mean? And mm. maybe a man was a little bit naive yeah. to think that that was going to change. You know, yeah. but let's see. Look, the charity shield isn't a friendly because it's against City. Yeah. We can't make eleven changes at half time. No. Like Klopp is going to be looking to put the, the strongest team possible that he yeah. can out for that game. Like, you know what I mean? To try and put a certain mark. Sort of precursor, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a psychological more of a, yeah, warfare yeah. that we're kind of in really with, yeah. with, with, with City at the moment. But just for anyone losing that shit over pre-season, like who did we play last year in pre-season? What score was it? And who played? Nobody would be able to tell you because no. nobody remembers. No. I could look. All of us are Liverpool fans here. The best part of ten, fifteen years. You never heard anyone saying, "Well, remember that preseason? That was great." Like, it's but what's happening here, guys? Is that we've all we've all fucking done amateur preseasons and and high level preseasons and played matches and we've all been fucked. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's be honest and honest. Yeah, legs. Yeah, are a heap. Yeah, mm. so it's boy design. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's meant to do that for you. And yeah. these boys are going to get match minutes, which are which are vital. And no matter what your squad is, you're still trying to get minutes into everyone and making sure no one breaks down, hence the line or whatever, whatever's going on there. But these boys are doing two, three, sometimes four sessions a day. Everyone, last year, did nearly four sessions a day. Yeah. So, you know, this, this is... Fans are fucking losing their minds. Well, on maybe t- people are just losing madness. their shit on Twitter because we've lost two games in America in Not the sorry, of 72 hours. Off the back of no transfer, as you say, no transfer activity. Yeah. Look, we only lost one league game the last, whole of last season. We've lost two pre-season friendlies in the space of, what, 72 Dom, hours. Dom People and, aren't used to us losing. Dom and Beers last year as well, didn't Dom and Beers, yeah. Yeah. So well, look, you've got competition winners in net. You've got young, young kids being brought out that, yeah. you know, haven't played at, at that level at all, like. Yeah. You know, and you've got people coming back who've not got minutes, who've had long holidays, some coming back from late international games. Ah, madness, madness, but, you know, if you so, believe it. What's the recipe for surprising the kids, treating yourself, and ditching this duty? Ordering your Pizza Hut base like original pan, original stuffed crust, and more. Order now at PizzaHut.com. No one out pizzas the hut. Prices and participation vary. And transfers, right, let's move on to transfers. This whole thing, football isn't football anymore. What it, is it, Phil? No, it isn't. Football, everything nowadays is a narrative. You break it down. People can't just enjoy a sport. Mm. People can't enjoy anything at this stage mm. without a narrative being somewhere yeah. along the line. And if they can't find the narrative, they'll, inv- they'll invent the narrative. Yeah, but that's only if you listen to them, Phil. No, no, Sean, it's there because what's happened is, if you, even if you look at the way sport has been reported in the media, it's about nowadays it's about a narrative as opposed to... If you go back and look at the newspaper reports from the 80s and the, the, the 90s, right? It was very much about, here was the game, this is what happened in the game, this is why what was happening. Report what was going on in the game and the way players played. And then you'd have the odd rumour that was on C-Facts and like it was literally because there was no social media because there was nothing like that right mm. and there, was, there, no, there wasn't this concept of 24-7 sports channels there wasn't this concept of 24-7 sports and football coverage right that you no didn't way, have um, there was no narrative 
It's why managers were able to last for five and six years in jobs when they weren't, weren't finished anywhere. They could go up the table, go down the table, in the middle, not around, and all that type of stuff. There was no narrative. It was about what happened. And people enjoyed their football for a couple of hours at the weekend. They talked about it. They talked about it in work in terms of what they think should happen in the team. They weren't that concerned with transfers. All of a sudden, like if you go back to when Kenny Dalglish boys, um, Birdsley, Houghton and Aldridge, right? And Barnes. Right, it, it looks at those those four signs that happen. Right, for a start, he takes Houghton and um, Aldridge from Oxford in the championship. Right, he signs Birdsley from I don't know from fucking Canadian team or something, and brings Barnes in from a team that would have been in the equivalent of the championship as well from Watford. Right, and that was the four big signings Liverpool made that year, and those four signings fundamentally transfer transformed that whole team. Right, a, a completely re- rejuvenated that team to the height. Right. If you go back and look at the papers, because I did it, right, just for the crack to see what was there, every single one of those signings... What? You've got some time on your hands. When you're up and you've got three kids and you're up half the night and stuff like that, you do things like this. You go researching and just looking up to them. But you go back and look at the headlines. There wasn't this, Doug Leach has to get this right or else he's going to be sacked. This has to be done. You know, this is the type of thing that was going on. And then when they signed one player... There wasn't a breakdown. There wasn't this mass hysteria going on. You even look at the echo and the way it's been written. You look at the way the stories have been written in the Mail and the Times and the Guardian. Right? It's all about. It's a gamble. It's a the gamble, not the same. Social reactions. It's social media now. This idea. Everyone has a voice now. This, this Amer- it's a, the Americanization of all things in the English-speaking world. Because what's happened is, is you have this narrative of sports entertainment. It's the idea. It's what the wrestling brought. That there's always a sideshow, a storyline. Yeah. There has to be something else, a soap opera going on around it, because that's what fills the time. Yeah, but that's what generates clicks. I know, Shani, but that's where we've got to. So if you step back, I, I literally. But you click on the, you go onto that LFC, the main Twitter page now. Mm. Go into any post, and there's fucking fellas with Bobby Firmino avatar saying, "Announce Royce, <laughs> announce something, <laughs> and announce Pepe." This isn't a signing. This isn't an announcement. It's a fucking echo chamber of lunatics. Going back to what Phil said there, if you look, if you look at that stage, you know, to previous writers or journals back in that day, they they had a lot of them had managers' ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them had players' ears. Were had ve- were very very close to players at that time. And now, as Shawnee said, you've got people, uh, you just touched on yeah. people, everyone, you know. The uh, gates are open. The gates are open. You, and, 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 you're, and you're looking, yeah. and you're reading half of these lads, and, and uh, you know, you've yeah. often seen me complain about it. You've got these guys who are fresh out of a college degree, yeah. who have probably supported the team, probably never fucking played at any level. Now, I'm not disrespecting people who haven't played at any level of football, but you've got these people talking about something that they literally don't have a clue about. Yeah, yeah, 100% their championship <laughs> manager, right? And, ne- and now the problem, and, and, and as a coach, the problem now with coaching is that there have been so many people that want to be mini pepper or, or, or influences. Yeah, but a lot of the narratives as well feel like drummed up by agents now. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Mini pepper or pepe? Mini peps. Mini peps. It's well like agents now have so much. Like, look at your man Royale. I know. Yeah, yeah. See, he yeah. complete. Yeah. He he creates a circus, a hysteria around any of the signings. Just to get the job done in the end. But like, Sean, you know this, what I mean? Pogba is doing fucking media for Adidas in Tokyo. Yeah, I want to go. I want to leave. But this is what yeah. I'm saying. A, it's now, it's now like, a, a sports I, entertainment I narrative. For, for Alex Ferguson saying the fucking, what was coming over the hill and said, right, like the, the game might be just going over the fulcrum now. Yep. I'm out here. I'm out here. No matter what. Got himself buried in time. He didn't have to look at he's, No, he's <laughs> thinking to himself, it's I'm done. Be up here it's done. Heaven. Give me Van Persie. I'm gonna win the league, and I'm out here. Yeah. And he's seen all of this show coming. Like, why did Pogba was let go for free in the first place? Like, what goes around comes around. This shit on them. Like, same reason that Liverpool fans love Salah's agent because he's yeah. so vocal and shutting everything down. But Sean, this he's is, saying, it's, it's, "Oh yeah, AS talking out her ass again." But they're probably gonna hate him in eighteen months' time. But this when is the whole thing when he's drumming up agendas. Yeah, exactly. On, probably yeah. on Salah's kind. Everything, exactly. everything yeah, yeah. is a narrative. Like, oh, that's what I'm everything saying. is a narrative. People now don't just support the team. People don't just watch sport. People don't just watch anything. 
they get, want to be in the narrative. They want to feel they're part of the narrative. It's a new narcissism that exists in the majority of people that are quite young at this stage. They want to believe that they are involved in what's going on and they can influence what's going on. When if they step Hold back... Hold on, lads. You, you're all on a podcast. Just... <laughs> <laughs> And your point is, we'll be looking for a lot of retweets after this. Yeah, but, and your point is, I'm not saying don't join in. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 how it is. yeah, but you just like some people are just bleeding misery. Good. So I'm looking at like this, these people, and you come on to that time noise. Like, do you even enjoy football? See, what John, do you get from yeah. it? I've, like, some I've, people? I've like, embraced, I've embraced the narrative, right? But, but, that's I've, the, I've but the, beauty, the beauty of social media is the power is literally in your hands. Yeah. If you see something. You see the same gobshite coming on to your timeline all the time, whether you follow them or you don't. Twitter has algorithms that shows you what's being drummed up. All you have to do is go into the account and press mute. Then you don't see that gobshite again. Because when the next time you say, this tweet is not available, yeah, well, it's for a fucking reason, because it's that Mongo talking shite again. Come here, I'll go back to what you need to learn how to do is, right? You need to embrace it, right? You need to treat it like you, wrestling. You don't. Right? You just you do because fucking, what you can do is you can change a character. You can go. What I did was ultra negative for a couple of years, right? So you're literally the heel, right? And then you flip it after you win something, and you're ultra positive. And people don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on a board. It's God. like it's like when Triple H became good. And then went back to being bad again, and then became good. Yeah, but right down. If I want that show, I'll watch WWE. I fucking all out in the morning. You're in you know? it. This is what football is. It's sports people entertainment. People are fucking mad. You see people tweeting <laughs> and blaming the fucking football clubs <laughs> because they can't afford a trip or a plane or a boat over the Anfield. There's a fucking huge issue. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but they haven't made it easy enough for them. Uh, you know, and he's looking for retweets and comments because he can't mad. afford. It, it, it's bonkers. That's mad. And, and I'm starting to believe that these people, like, they cannot be serious. It's not possible to be that stupid because they're just looking for reactions, bites, this and that. Retweet for Wan Bissaka, like for Trent Alexander Arnold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How old are you? How old are you? Like, come on. How many, how many can you get for that? How many can you get for that? Some of this shit. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see what's happened, though? Klopp and, and accident, and Klopp accidentally revealed he has a, has a Twitter oh, account. Yeah. The best one is your man, Indy Coyle. Years ago, he used to just on the world of Coyle and Biz. <laughs> he turned around, 11pm, I have an announcement coming up. Sean, that Liverpool are in so for Pepe. Buy these t-shirts, though. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean, come here, that's, that, that account's been sold three times. You're not, Do you know what I mean? They're big accounts. Twitter is not real life. Twitter is not real life. It's words on a screen on your phone. You can now follow Jorgen. I can't because I don't know where he is. I'm not been looking for him all night. Jay, 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 not him. Jay, Jay fourteen. It's not him. It is. That's some is fella in the. That's some fella down in Cork Street in his man's box room. No, has everyone on the strings. You know, like you don't. Wait, he starts giving out the transfer. Twitter, Twitter's not real. Twitter is not real. It isn't what's real. The theme of things that aren't real transfers. What's going to be real and what's not going to be real, Sean? I I can't see. I don't, like. They ready has you'd set up clock boy whore and James Pierce and the rest of them. And I know there was a bit of smoke and fucking mirrors going on with Allison last year. But the that I think that's overplayed what happened with Allison. I think what happened was with Allison last year, after Carius dropped the bollock in Kiev, uh, uh Roman knew look they need a keeper. Yeah. Uh he he wanted ninety million. So we just we stepped away from it. And then Courtois went to Madrid. Then all of a sudden, they had they needed the money, so they came back with sixty million. Uh, the season previous to that, Salah, we were haggling over. I think I think it was four or five million. Like that was going on for weeks. Yeah. Nobody was in. Nobody else was in. But Salah at the time, Van Dijk. That's another story altogether. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you can take away from those three stories is that if there is a void in the team that they feel needs to be filled, they will do it. But they will do it on their terms. Mm. And that's fair enough. Like, you see, Harry Maguire is a good player, but he's gone for 80 million. You know they're having their pants down. Lille can't get your man Pepe out the door quick enough because they just want maximum cash from him. Mm. They said he was only second to Mbappe and everything last year in League One. They're saying, like, this is a chance to get him out of the gate for as much money as possible. So that's why you have Napoli want them, Arsenal want them. Like Arsenal are fucking putting butter vouchers together to get fucking Kieran Tierney from Celtic, and they're trying to. Inter, Inter want them, but they can't 
put a deal together to get Lukaku out United, who they couldn't get out the door quick enough. So it just shows that we're not panicking. Yeah. When the club will do a deal if it needs to be done. But, the, but, but what we have got to remember is there is a time pressure starting, yeah. to, starting to build here. We, we are I what, think you're insane if you think we're signing anyone. I think you're away. fucking mad if you think we're signing anyone. So he goes again with what he's got. I think he's decided, fuck it, I'm going with what I have. I think, he, I think, think he's decided it or do you think the, 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 there's other people within the club, the owners, no, etc.? Ray, I'm not. Uh, the, ye- years I've got it, years I've listened to this, but I will say one thing FSG have supported him. And maybe if they turn around and said, listen, we need to pull it in this year because we're going to regenerate Melwood right mm. it's not free although the only thing that will go against it is that in the FFP rules if you're doing structural regeneration of the club it doesn't count in your spend so you can, you can spend as much as you want on regenerating your stadium your academy facilities all that, and it just gets burnt yeah, right nice. whereas with the, with the signings it's different but I'm looking at saying they've probably maxed out what they were looking to do with the wage increases and stuff. They need to absorb that, right? They're saying... They still haven't actually had all the cash from the casino. No, but it's, it's, I'm not even worried about the casino. Yeah, but I'm not even worried about it because the amortised deals in, in the account books. But what, what, what I am thinking is that they said, right, there's probably about six players we actually want to sign that will improve the Force 11, right? Everyone else is going to be more or less on a par, but we'll have to pay over the odds because of everything that's going on. Mm. If we sit tight for the season, just pull our reins in, to say, we won't be pricked around. If we don't think the value is there, we won't do the deal. It puts you in a stronger position when you go back to negotiate whenever you want to go back into the window, right? There seems to be an eagerness to do a deal for some kid in Brazil called Rainier or something like that, right? But he won't be able to move anywhere until January, right? Because he doesn't turn 18 and the rules that will prevent him from moving to Europe until he's 18, right? There seems to be a definite interest in Kai Havertz in Leverkusen, but he seems to be o- o- over Everyone. the top in terms of price, right? In terms, yeah. I think there's plenty of money there if they want to sign, but ultimately I just think they're saying, right, anyone we want to sign is off the charts because the money's mad. We're not going to spend the it. Headline, the, the real headline. The thing is as well, with the, a big, a, to bring in somebody to deputise Salah, Amane, what we're looking for, mm. say you were bringing in Nicolas Pepe, he could probably go to like Bayern or something like that and play every week. So we're going to have to give him a little bit of extra cash. It's all long-term deals now. Yeah. So you need to look at the big picture. I say we sign him for 60 million, we give him a long-term deal, and his starting wage at Liverpool is over 100 grand. That's a big risk. Yeah. Because... I genuinely think it's a huge gamble. I echo Sean's point. I think it's a huge gamble. We've been rarely in such a strong position as we are at the moment, right? And... Billy Big Ball's teams, the Madrid's, the Barcelona's, the Cities, the Paris Saint-Germain's, where, where money's no object, just continue to build their squad strength. And they don't give a bollocks, right? And they just go, right, we're got, if we want to win trophies, you're going to just have to keep horse and fucking money at it. Money, we horse money in, we make money back. That's just the way it's going to be. But look at the issues that Madrid are having now with Bale and then Barca with Coutinho and then Bale. Mm-hmm. They're on so much money. Like Bale can sit now on... Mm-hmm. A contract at Madrid for the next two or three years, and he gets something like fifty million. Yeah. They can't afford that. And like Zidane has made his bed for him. Well, so we we're like we we're in a position where like all of our pieces are in line, all our chips are in line. Yeah. We can go wherever we want. The one I I just guesswork. This isn't like on anything that I've heard around. I just have a feeling. No, no, honestly, I think Klopp was probably looking at. I think the Dembele situation is one to keep an eye on because. Barca seem desperate to get Neymar back and there's players there on big money that are so close to requirements that they're trying to use as make weights. Mm-hmm. I think the later that drags on, Barca might just get a little bit desperate and we might be able to nab him at a good price. Really yeah, and then you look price, at today, yeah. Fekir went the best for £20 million. Pounds. Like, 10 million? They were trying to ride ra- us for £70 million Euros last year. It's and the fellas... Yeah, paper mache is. Yeah. So, like, bullets have been dodged, like... <laughs> Some of these players that we've missed out on, name one of them that has actually gone on to to do the job. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, yeah, players, like Dort. Mkhitaryan. Like, yeah. I was gutted when we didn't get him. David Villa. Been a bag of shit, but not two clubs in England. David Villa. Even Alexi Sanchez at one point. Exactly. We would've, we would've, we would've so sometimes, we're in a position of power where fucking... We're just howling back, and if Ant pops up, we can just whip them up. I think. So James, I'm really. We, I heard you last week debating Coutinho a lot, yeah. And yeah. There's some varying views on it. I won't go into that specifically, but are you happy with us going into this season with with no significant additions? Like, have you got any concerns there? 
Yeah, of course. Because uh, all you need is an injury to one of the front three and we're, we're, we can be in trouble. So, yeah, I would love to see us sign someone, but it's a case of whether we're going to do it or not. But I guess on the Coutinho thing, it, it, it's, it's one thing to want a player to come in, but the last thing we want is a disruptive. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. We don't want a disruptive influence. And the thing I said all summer is that Neymar is going to kick off the entire transfer window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all going to kick off if he moves. Um, so the dominoes will fall. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's all dependent on that. Um, not from our own transfers, because obviously we do, we do, but everywhere else it's... But that will set off because if he goes to Barca, then you know will they still keep Dembele, Coutinho, and the rest? If this is like seasons previous, though, any player that comes in now probably won't feed until October or November. Yeah, Not possible. Yeah, unless there's a big injury. So oh, yeah, there's oh, yeah, no rush to try to sign Klein. What's that say? Straight Klein. Yeah. Well, it's a good sign by anyone. I think. I think Klein is paid for us. I wouldn't sell. Anyway. I wouldn't sell Klein to sport. To be, to be perfectly frank. I would love. I would still keep Klein involved in their squad. He's okay. got a year left yeah. in his deal. I think 100%. it's it's a no brainer. Yeah. He's a senior fullback. Can play he's, he's capable, capable either side, and is arguably yeah. our strongest backup fullback. I prefer to see Gomez play and focus and just yeah. stay centre back because he got his injury playing fullback, yeah. not playing centre back. Well, we've seen we've seen obviously Sturridge and Moreno leave the club. If we're not going to add any significant signings, it would seem a bit foolish yeah. to let players go who could play some kind of role even if it's five or six games we've seen Klopp make these gambles before yeah like the the, his first full season when Mane went off to the AFCON you would have thought that January was an ideal time to bring in somebody who could just go over the other side then when Mane came back and we never did and we went to pieces in in January we we just about got over the line so We're not sorry I anymore. think I think there's a but possibility we we'll get some sort of backup left back. I don't know whether the big attacker comes in. I think there's talk of this Sancho thing happening after wasn't being a cater job. To be honest with you, I would not be surprised. And this isn't a bag on FSG if we did do some mega money deal for Sancho in between these two windows for him to come in next summer, and then we see him one. And it's not a negative thing. It's just how they operate. It's how it's what they do. Yeah. The boss sell at twenty million. If he has another twenty twenty five. Goals, like teams are going to come in with mad money. They will cash in. He's getting older. Yeah, there is yeah. going to be. Yeah. There will come a point. We don't have to do that. We don't have four teams that can mm. afford him. Mm. One is going to be knocked out running because we won't sell him to him, right? And then that's going to leave. That's going to leave three teams: yeah. Yeah. Madrid, Barcelona, and PSG. Yeah. What What United have done now by giving the guy five hundred grand a week, mm. they've completely fucked themselves over. Mm. They don't realize the amount of damage that they've done to themselves in that club by giving him that money. Right, because all they've done is they've set a premium that every single agent, the likes of Mina Ronaldo, is just going to look and are going to go, "Ching, motherfucking Ching, happy bleeding days." Hey, Pogba, you want you want Pogba to stay? You got to put him on four hundred and fifty grand a week. That's why structure is so important. Like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you know, we've been good at it. Spurs have been very good at it. It might end up biting them in the arse. Yeah, I think it'll be to their detriment this year if they don't win something. Because there's other things going on there in terms of players who will yeah. be hungry for success, and they've almost tasted success. So yeah. they've got you know they've got they've got a potential problem coming up. But look. Just say for argument's sake then, yeah, let's just say the season starts two weeks, just over two weeks from now. No more signings, yeah? We're effectively going again with the squad that got us 97 points, yeah? Do you think, I'll start with you, Gar, do you think they have got another 97-point season in them? No. No. Not with the way please it. Not with sorry, not with the way the players are coming back into preseason. Yeah. I just think it's 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 a lot to ask w- with a squad, and there's a lot of young lads that you're relying on to come in and make any immediate impact. I just think it's tough to be honest with you. Mm. Phil, where do you think we? It, it, I think I've seen a lot of nod, nodding of heads with Garda. So where where do you think? What kind of range of points do you think we end up with? What's the drop off? Seven points. Seven points. Yeah. Okay. I think we potentially, and that's. Injuries dependent. I think if, and the issue is, if we lose one of Van Dijk, Fabinho, or any of the front three for an extended duration, six to eight weeks, yeah. right? That's where we'll we'll struggle. That's where we could be getting yeah. close to eighty. Yeah, that's where that's where your ninety-seven becomes eighty-seven or eighty-five. Yeah. Right? I don't think you can have. I'd be amazed if we dropped 20 points to go from 97 to 77 or 75 and we're only struggling for 40. Do you know what I mean? I, I just I can't see that level of drop-off, mm-hmm. although that was the jump that we did do 
yeah. year on year, right? But you'd have to have a you would have to have a cataclysmic run of injuries for the fall off to be that big, mm. right? Because you don't go from being the best team in Europe and the equal best team in England to that essentially, right? Mm. The issue we have is that I see City having a 98, 99 point season in them again yeah. because of what they've done in the transfer market. They haven't sat still. They've said, we want to win the Champions League, but we don't want to give up the league title. And then they have arguably their best player who missed three quarters of the season last yeah. year, De Bruyne back. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't feel his injury at all last no, year. Amazing, like, really. you can so talk about. He breaks down, though, again. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah he will have niggles. Would you be up for breaking Ederson's leg? Like really horrific of that. <laughs> no, I would. I don't. I wouldn't. I look. If we're gonna win, I want this. I. I can say yeah. Look, I'd be if he went down. I'd be like Jesus. Like mm. you want to do it. We the shouldn't right be dependent yeah, on yeah. them. Like last year, we could have easily won that league by yeah, being the best right. team. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like so. To, for us, we lost one Premier League game. Right? Yeah. We'll have more losses next year. I think we will. We will. It, it, look, yeah. it's unlikely that you'll go through. Like even City. They had more losses, but they won the league. Yeah. We just need to be turning the draws into wins. Yeah. We, like I said, I'd be worried if this is always going in again because we'd be worried. We'd be relying on the durability of players that in history haven't been so durable, mm-hmm. and then we'd be relying on the durability of a front three who have massive amount of football in their legs. Next season, next season is the bizarrest season I can remember in England. Right, it's the first time that four, three of the top six are in this transitional flux where they can't get over. Mm. You've got Lampard, who's banned from doing any transfers yeah. at Chelsea and has everything to prove as a manager. Right, you've got Solskjaer in the exact same boat at United and having to completely change that club. Yeah, that right, could give us some and you've got Arsenal, yeah. who are. I've never seen Arsenal as badly run. Like they were all yeah, wanting Wenger out, right? But yeah. by not putting Wenger upstairs into some type of director of football yeah. role, they've left themselves. Like they've let On the man spend Mislintat go, and which is madness. And he's even saying they went away from the analytics to a fail and a nudge and agents sorting out the transfers for them. So like it's it's incredible to think that there's potentially incompetence across the yeah, board. It's incredible to think of the top six. There's potentially three spots that could be up for grabs for teams outside the top six yeah. which aren't normally there. Yeah. Wolves. Wolves and Leicester. Wolves, Leicester. Yeah. Leicester I think, yeah. Yeah. And I think in a way the gamble that Klopp is making is that right, we have, he's probably looking at saying we've got somewhere between 85 and 95 points naturally in the squad depending on what type of injuries we get. Right. Yeah. We just need to get, uh, we need to be sitting. Moments in game. Yeah. Exactly. 90, 95 to 100 is dreamland mm. and if City have a funny run or something are really focused on the Champions League because it looks like they're going to win it, right? Yeah. They may just, for the first time ever, take their eye off the ball for the league and throw all their baskets into the Champions League to get to a Champions League final. Winnable come last exactly, ball, maybe. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's where things change in the league that hasn't been there before. And he's thinking, instead of trying to bring in new players and bed in new players and run through new players, I've got a load of kids who are already versed in my system, who've been in around the training that we've done, who's been in around the four-team squad, who know what I want, who know the, st- the way we want to play. I've got a load of lads who are there, thereabouts, at the end of their contracts, who are one thing that goes for when you go into the last year of the contract, if they get a game, they play like fucking mad because they want to start a contract somewhere else or a move to somewhere else as well. And then he's got the core of that team on long-term contracts and they're all hungry to win a league. Yeah. So in his mind, the bigger gamble is potentially changing something yeah. as opposed to not changing anything because he knows that if he sits tight that he can put up 85 to 95 points and after that, somebody's going to have to better that total to win the league. Yeah. And that's where I think his mindset is sitting. So what, so what do you, why do you think we end up points-wise, Sean? I, th- I think it will be, it'll be more between 89 and 92. Mm. Won't be the high 90s again. 96 was fucking incredible. Like, you know what I mean? 97, 97 sorry. <laughs> 90, there you go. 97, 97. Well, you, I think 93 uh, points wins this year. 93? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 90, but that 93 would win it on the basis that 92 comes second. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah. No
we're not the only team that's had players at the African Nations Cup. We aren't the only team that's had players at Copa America, and we aren't uh, the only team that has players in extended international spells, right? And yeah. have with a short run in again to the start of the league. Yeah. Right. We're in the exact same boat. See, what City have done is they've signed two players. Yeah. On top of the squad that they have, but we're hopefully. Hopefully, as I said, we've got some youngsters that can step up and be good enough to come in. What you don't want is where you lose six or seven players. Where yeah. Pep normally gets a bit ratty at this stage as well. In terms of his tenure with yeah. City, yeah? yeah. His impatience around the Champions League. Yeah, like, we've seen it towards Bayern as well, that Bayern. We've seen towards the end of this last is the third season. season, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We've seen towards the end of last season how irritated he was getting at no one giving him the credit. Mm. You know, what, where's, gets where's a bit, his focus? Yeah, it gets a bit ratty. And with Sarri at Juve, like, I was watching them against uh, Sports, even though it was just pre season. Like, um, that that's that's a disaster when that happened at Juventus. I was looking at them. I was looking at them to win the Champions League. Just checking the odds, and I was like, "How are they twenty to one?" I watched the other day. He's trying to get Chiellini, Benucci playing out of the back. Yeah, not chance. It's just not gonna happen there. It's not. I, don't, I can see why you brought. I see why you Champions League. Like, see why you brought in the league. I just that it, it's it's madness. Like he's. A lot of donkeys running around the middle. Mm. Pjanic, no legs, no pace. Matuidi, no pace. Chan, no pace. I think they will be looking at Pep if that goes tits up. So it, it does depend on Pep. Look, the fucking... It came down to a clearance off the line from John Stones last year. Football, like it... It was interesting. But the thing is, see this... What we've just been discussing there about points, like this could come down to the fact... This, could be part of the thinking of what, why, why do, you, why go out and spend, you know, another hundred and fifty million on transfers that's not necessarily even going to guarantee you getting the league sort of thing. It's not, we're not, we're not, we're not even, even if we go and spend that money, we're not even going to guarantee, no, exactly. guarantee to get ninety seven because what, because of what we're up against. We're up against really one almost immovable force yeah. at this point in proceedings. And we, we still, I think whatever happens, we need Man City to have, obviously, a more significant wobble than we seen last season. Made a good point, though, didn't yeah. 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 I'm going to, James has just given us a signal there. So what I'm going to say is, one last question to everyone. We kind of discussed, and we all, I think we're all on the same page, that chances are we're going to finish second again, yeah? Yeah? No. I think they are all on the same page, Phil. Right. <laughs> what I want to ask You're you, fucking reading a you different change, book off the you, you can change your mind at this point. All I want to say is, what Kindle. is a successful season next season? Is second enough or does something Still else... Has like, to be another trophy. Has to be another trophy. But is an FA Cup... Yeah, it is. No. No, it is. It has to be. No. I think so. It, it, yeah, it is. That as an example. No, I'm a bit like you, Phil. No, an FA Cup. FA no, Cup. Absolutely. FA Cup. Bollocks. Yeah. I never want to play in that tournament. I again. agree with Phil. Well, I feel dirty. If, <laughs> if, if, if we win the Super Cup and the club, the club champions of the World Cup, right? Mm-hmm. If we win them mm-hmm. and the Sprinter Ball Cup, mm-hmm. I will be happy because even though it's still <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's one game, two games in the club world championship club of the world cup. <laughs> yeah, can, I, can I just say something last night? Right? Did any of us notice last night what he did before kick off? He flipped the fucking deck. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking trying to take LaRouche's legs off and they're flipping credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking the glass, is this water or wine? Oh oh my it is, yeah. Oh it's, it's, it is, yeah. Mag- so yeah. Paddy Power Satchel, flipping credit cards. <laughs> fucking, I heard in France they're going to be bringing a fella is going to take a ball out of the back of a delivery bag. Honestly, was it a pre-season or the back end of last season where there was like a mini car that I'll tell you actually the right yeah, I think we had a mini with the ball in yeah. and a remote control yeah. We win the league next year yeah. and the trophy will del- be delivered into yeah. Anfield via drones. drones. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be dropped from yeah. a hoist. Tell- <laughs> you have to catch it. Yeah. If you don't, it's taken off you. Yeah. 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 So that's what's going to happen. It's going to finish on 94 <laughs> points apiece. Equal goal difference. No playoffs. We're going to drop a chairs match. It's amazing you say that because you're getting involved in games this year. 
Yeah, Google have games this year, and they're looking to do their whole delivery no, method. Amazon, Amazon. Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Who are doing? Prime. There you go. Amazon Who are Prime. doing delivery? Yeah. There you go. The Amazon, Amazon, the next sign is going to drop your sign yeah. off yeah. on a man down. Yeah. 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 On a man Club's going to go on to delivery on the seventh. On the seventh of August. Amazon Prime. He's going to go too. He's on Prime like feck here for ten million lads. Quick, get on there. Bollocks, we missed it. Wide forwards in your area goes up. <laughs> Four and a half stars. Oh, the Charleston. <laughs> check the reviews, check the reviews. There's a boy out. <laughs> get him. Just get him in and he's going to be delo- delivered on the handlebars of a delivery or a father. It's not delivery, it's yeah. on a man's room. No, true, true. Yeah. 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 Melwood, they're going to open the gates and a fella in the fucking Just the costume. Come <laughs> Richarlison on the handlebars. I'd have Everton. You'd have Everton? Yeah. Yeah, Everton and Richarlison. Yeah. Right, we're going to wrap it up. Look, we've made trippers fun again, <laughs> even if it took the last couple of minutes of nonsense. But look, we'll be back next week. Uh, hard to know who's going to be in the hosting chair. It might be Gav, actually. Um, don't forget to give Gav a watch. Uh, I believe uh, he's getting more likes now than the, than that baldy fella. Who's going? Who's going? To be fair, to be fair he's literally going head to head. If you yeah. ever wanted to know what Terry White looked like when he was in captivity in the eighties as, as a kidnapped victim, <laughs> right? Then Gav is exactly what, like you can watch just the voyeuristic stuff. It's like banged up abroad. The, the footage. Okay, I'm marking. Fucking Midnight Express. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcast live from a, from a fucking jail in Turkey. You don't watch it after that. After that, after that little uh, snippet, then you never will. Right, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you all. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season, and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach days. I got cold cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickups. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or cold.com for details. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Social Podcast Network.